Welcome to Cassidy Comments. I'm so glad you can join me today. I'd like to talk about sadness and joy. My mom was having a particularly hard day not too long ago due to her health condition, and as I held her close, rubbing her back and talking to her, I was soaking in the beauty of the moment. But prior to that, I experienced some sadness and grief. It pours over you uninvited, even when you know what a blessing it will be one day to leave this world for the beauty of heaven. As God's timing always is, I was drawn to an article I had saved a few days before about a homily given by Pope Francis. When I first read the subtitle, Pope Francis says sadness is not a Christian attitude, I thought, how can that be? Sadness is a feeling that comes as part of our humanity, and there is nothing wrong with it. Christians are feeling people just like everyone else. And I've always thought that to deny our human feelings or pretend we are someone always happy, it just, it's not right. But as I read the article closer, I understood what he was implying. Here's how the author of the article from Vatican News, Linda Bordoni, put it. I quote, Remarking on Jesus' farewell speech to the disciples before going to heaven, the Pope said he gives us a true catechesis on the Holy Spirit. The disciples, he noted, are sad to hear that their master will soon leave them, but Jesus reproaches them, pointing out that, although grief has filled your hearts, it is better for you that I go. But how can one not be sad? He, the Pope, continued, and said that, to counter sadness, we pray to the Lord to keep the renewed youth of the Spirit within us. End of quote. Naturally, I had to look up this reference about the disciples' grief, and sure enough, in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, there is a section on Jesus' departure, where he acknowledges the disciples' grief upon learning that he would be returning to the Father. He tells them that it is better for them if he goes because following his departure, he will be sending them the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, who will be a guide for them. We learn about the Holy Spirit's coming in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. I had never considered the grief the disciples must have felt as Jesus returned to the Father. How sad they must have been to lose their dear friend, not to mention the one person that they gave up everything to follow. I could, in my own way, relate to their sadness and sense of loss as I consider the losses we have to experience in this world as well, when our loved ones are sick or dying. How beautiful that he taught them about grief and joy. I guess we are in good company when we face grief. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 20, Jesus says, You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. I love this passage because it reminds me of something my mom has told me for years about childbirth. She always said, surely not realizing she was quoting scripture, that even though you may go through a lot of pain, when you see that little baby, the pain is forgotten. Here's what Jesus said in the Gospel of John in that chapter 16, verses 21 through 22. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. And he continues, 
so you also are now in anguish. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. And that's why the Pope said that sadness is not a Christian attitude. Of course it isn't, because the joy that comes out of grief given through the power of the Holy Spirit is greater than any sadness we may experience. Sadness is a foreign attitude to those who carry the joy of Christ. He's not saying we don't experience it, that we are somehow mystically void of that very human feeling, but that as deep as it touches us, as heartbreaking as our pain is, it is overcome by the joy of being a Christian who is touched by the Holy Spirit. I found a lot of comfort in this reminder that Jesus knows our grief and that ultimately the joy that arrives in our hardest moments is indeed part and parcel to being a Christian. Let me say it again. While we may experience terrible sadness, it does not overwhelm us, at least not for long, when we turn to our Father in his gift of the Holy Spirit to sustain us. I probably don't need to say this, but, of course, I am not referring to clinical depression or anything like that, which requires a level of medical intervention. Okay, so finally, Pope Francis offered this, and I quote, Let us ask the Lord not to lose this renewed youthfulness, not to be Christians who have retired and have lost their joy. He said a Christian never retires. A Christian lives because he is young when he is a true Christian. End of quote. I am hoping, praying for that sense of renewed youthfulness for each of us that will carry us forward beyond sadness so that we will never lose our joy in knowing that Jesus has kept his promise and sent us the advocate who keeps guiding us through our difficult times. Let us together speak honestly when we say however long we are given, the light of Christ will continue to shine on us through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm Janet Cassidy. I hope you have a blessed day in God's Word.